It's that time again. Dads, stepdads, granddads, friends of dads, even mums. It's the wrap up. Roll theme. Welcome to Team Super Dad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Welcome, welcome. It's the wrap up. It's Team Super Dad here. Welcome, friends, family, members, Team Super Dad members all around the world. It is 2021 and we are back with the first wrap up of the year. If you've not joined us before, then bloody welcome to you. And if you're back, even better, because that must mean you are kind of enjoying it. Either that or you're twisted and like doing things you don't like. So. <laughs> Good to have you here. As you know, we are on uh, StreamYard, which means wherever you're watching, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, you can comment and we will see it coming into the comments. Uh, Team Superdad community is alive and well and uh, over at TeamSuperdad.com. So if you are a dad, a busy dad, a worn out dad, a dad who wants more from life, then come on over and join in and be part of the community. We are uh, creating our best lives ever, living the life we want to live rather than being stuck in the life we do not like. And through our F5 Focus Fitness, Finance, Family and Fun, we've got all the coaches, training, firewalking events when we're allowed to meet up again it really is uh, kicking off in there so come on over and join us now the wrap up is something that i've done literally this is the 23rd time and in the last few weeks ta-da we've managed to get uh we're building up a team really for the wrap up and glenn aka a dating dad over on twitter has uh is is not just with me here turns out he lives around the corner <laughs> Pretty much. I've been stalking you. My entire life has been building towards working with you. <laughs> and uh, and hilariously, we've worn almost identical T-shirts today as well. So that's uh, team, the, the memo. Well done for reading the memo. That's good. Yeah, mine was mine was a Secret Santa gift a couple of years ago, and I've never had a Secret Santa gift where I thought, you've absolutely nailed this more than this one. Uh, you know why? It's because most people don't give a toss about the secret Santa gifts, uh, which, which I really resent actually as being someone who likes to put a little bit of thought into their secret Santa gift. Yeah. So for those who are listening, uh, rather than watching for whatever reason, um, I've got a teacher on that just says Tinder completed it, mate, uh, which yes. I love. And I use, I, I wear all the time. It's when I get the most looks at in the, in the supermarket. And by the way, <laughs> you may, you may hear some noises in the background. Um, I'm uh, called a dating dad on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere because of the dad element to it. And so there's kids in the background right now, uh, enjoying Minecraft and God knows what they do, to be honest. Um, it's probably, probably uh, a whole topic about what my kids are doing when I'm not looking. It totally is. And that, actually, that's kind of one of our topics today is talking about quality time with our kids and uh, and what it is. So we'll, we'll come on to that. But it wouldn't be a first pod of the 2021 if we didn't have a little reflection on Christmas and New Year. At the risk of time stamping this episode, we are still in lockdown and Christmas and New Year was a was a bit of a lockdown experience where because we were we were talking before weren't we it was just before mm-hmm. Christmas is the last wrap up and I was said oh on the way back from my dad's on Christmas day I'll come via your house and we'll have like a lunchtime beer which would of course been completely breaking all the rules so what it, what what was it like what is what was it like for you how did it yeah, go I, I actually blame you for lockdown because we, we were fine until you mentioned that on the show and then Boris heard <laughs> it obviously and said you know what I don't want to see my kids so I'm going to stop everyone else seeing theirs and I don't want to see my friends and so on 
but it was it was it was okay um i split the custody of my kids 50 50 with their mum so every other year we kind of swap who has christmas eve christmas day and kind of the till christmas dinner sort of time and then they you swap over the other person gets them for the afternoon and evening unboxing day so you're kind of splitting out the 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 joy as much and i'll be honest it's not my favorite day of the year for half of it um, like the first time when I didn't have my kids, I, I'll openly admit, I spent the entire morning just sitting in my bathtub sobbing. Um, but they came back and then we had lots of presents, lots of food, lots of fun. That was lovely. But this time round, I, I decided to make the most of it. I filled it with chores and jobs and things to do, um, and cooked myself my favorite food, which I don't know if, uh, if I've ever mentioned my, my, my <laughs> preference. Uh, so this, this for viewers at home was my my Christmas lunch. It's okay. probably the best fry up I've ever produced. I was about to say I'm looking at that for our podcast listeners. That not only the full Monty, but laid out beautifully on the plate. They do say presentations, everything, and um, I didn't. Well, actually, it. I just wanted to. If you hadn't have laid it out like that. It wouldn't have fitted on the plate. It wasn't. I'm not. I'm, I'm going full like breakfast. I'm going full Alan Partridge. That wasn't a normal plate. They were my big plates. You know, <laughs> that, it was. I mean, each tomato was a beef tomato that was several inches wide. And ah, oh, I, I genuinely didn't need to eat again until the end of Boxing Day. It was glorious. One of the one of the things that made me really smile about Christmas. And then, of course, it was opening presents time. And one good thing about being a single dad is uh, your presents are always good. You don't have to smile about the rubbish thing. You bought them yourself. Yeah, exactly that. (laughs) All wrapped up uh, under the tree and uh, enjoyed for the next couple of days. Did you get anything nice yourself? Uh, What did I get? I I mean, did I don't know. No, if I'm that honest. (laughs) I did. I did. My brother bought me an epic pair of trainers. Um, uh, they're definitely more suited to the summer, but uh, they're they're a cool pair of trainers. So a pair mm-hmm. of like limited edition Nike kind of. They're like a pair of they're like a cross between. Uh, um, uh, oh, brain's gone blank. Anyway, like a running one, the yeah. Nike Air, Air, Air Max. They're like an Air Max, but they're like retro. So they're like almost like an, yeah. an old, literally an old running trainer and and an Air Max. So with so short, you're, you're a real sneakerhead then. I'm a, I'm a mid, mid, midway sneakerhead. I've got, um, probably four or four. Well, if I count the old pairs, I've got five pairs of air force ones and most of them are some kind of limited edition. Um, but do you actually wear them or are they just like for display? Oh yeah, I totally, no, I totally wear them. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't have the financial uh, abundance to have trainers that aren't worn basically. See now, now I've got this picture of Johnny's, Johnny's wardrobe, which has just got these, a softly top lit kind of shelves with these <laughs> row after row after row of personalized i think i'm I'm pretty sure that one year you'll have a team super dad pair customized pair in, in the background now that we're doing right that we're doing but as to what's in my wardrobe <laughs> right now it is just boxes and boxes of crap that i should have thrown away years ago uh, we, we are having some levels of of, of clean out but <laughs> but no like I, I think we grew up at maidstone um maidstone's always been a bit of uh fashion conscious town i think it's it's becoming less and it's be, less and less so now it's becoming more and more of just a dump now basically but uh, one one year i had a pair of dunlops and that was i was so so chuffed with oh them. of course because yeah. I, I 
yeah i didn't I, we didn't grow up rich so uh yeah, yeah ha- having a pair of dunlops was was like glorious yeah um not not to not spend all time talking about christmas but i remember one year uh we did secret santa uh in our family and um i got my brother so i bought him this uh remote control helicopter and it's a little box of things and i've walked in uh to the family thing and put it under the tree and then he's walked in and he's looked at me and he's he's seen the box that I'm holding, and he's holding exactly the same box. And he'd got me and bought exactly the same present. And so we then we then just bought each other um, remote control air, uh, helicopters. Flew them around the you wanted. Oh, exactly that. And and then because yeah, I just thought, what would I love? And he did exactly the same. Um, and then we uh, raced around in mum's house and uh, wrecked several lampshades and yeah. uh, ornaments. So uh, yeah, sorry, mum. There's uh, on the subject of sorry, mum. Uh, apparently, I heard saw that it's a social media thing, right? Ronaldo's mum said, I-, "I wish all the times I told him off for smashing things in my house with a football, I- I'm now okay with." Or she's basically, <laughs> "I wish I hadn't given him such a hard time because it actually turned out all right." But uh, so yeah, you've got a way to go before you get your helicopter's uh, license. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, these days, Ronaldo, if you if you break something, you won't just buy a new ornament. It'll just say, "I'll I'll just buy you a new house." Yeah, a new house. Sod that, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Chris, I know no, for any for dads listening, right? This team super dad isn't just about single dads. Um, you know, we champion relationships, and, and the longer you can keep a good relationship going, then the absolute better for it. But if you do break up, then you know, there's a lot of starting with myself as, as the founder and leader of, of team super dad community and program, but a lot of single dads in the, in the group as well. And it, it really is about creating a positive relationship with our, with our children, of course, but even more importantly with our, with our ex partners as well. And, and it's interesting you said about splitting Christmas the way you do, because that's how I do it as well. I, I grew up with, with uh, my sister and my dad separated my sister, and my dad's, my sister, my sister's mum and dad were separated. So she's my half sister, but obviously I'd never mm-hmm. call her that. Um, and um, so, yeah, just kind of lunchtime, lay by handovers. Um, personally, yeah, well, it kind of is, but no one gets to have fun, which is the, <laughs> 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 that's no kind of drug deal I want to be involved in. But, um, you know, if, if you've got the kids in the afternoon and you spend all morning waiting for them, and if, and if you're the parent that's got them in the morning, then, you know, you're just expecting that in a couple of hours time, your, your Christmas day is going to end with, with, with the kids. So I know people have said to me, that's weird that you don't get to see them over Christmas, but honestly, I'm with you um, to fill my Christmas up with stuff when I don't have them. Mm. And then when they come back to recreate Christmas and do it all over again and then roll into new year is absolutely brilliant. And it's, and it's worked really well for us over the last five years. Uh, How did you spend your new year's? Uh, well, Christmas Day was quite funny because uh, uh, Paul, uh, another member of Team Superdad, and I, we spent Christmas Day together, and there was, and it was, and it was fun. We were drinking champagne and cooking dinner and and, and, and laughing, and and then there was a moment where we sat down for Christmas dinner, and uh, and and we like took a picture, and we just looked like an old gay couple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, uh, you took. So I can just imagine. I don't know whether you you remind me of a kind of a Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, um, or the old the old two Muppet guys um, who just sit there and criticise in the corner every day. Yeah, that's basically us. Something, yeah. something in between that, just yeah. a bit more drunk. But the evening was good because once we'd done the the, the Christmas dinner and and it was full Monty, we didn't like stuck, stick a couple of things in the microwave. Full Monty Christmas Christmas spread. But then uh, we sat, smoked some joints, drank beer, and played FIFA for six and a half hours. 
But the, funny, the funny thing is, Paul doesn't really play much FIFA because my kids, but my and I do because my my boy Jago is really into it. So to find our level, I ended up as Salford FC of the <laughs> in in England, and uh, and Paul was Chelsea. Which uh, so yeah, six and a half hours, hilarious. Well, he didn't deserve victory in any case. No, not playing as Chelsea. No. no. <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm rubbish at computer games. They reached a point a couple of years ago where I realised that unless it's kind of a strategy game or a thinky game, um, my boy who's, who's sitting over there, he 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 just kicks my ass all the time. He he beats me at every single. He's just way better than me because he sits playing it all day every day. Yeah. Whereas I I I have to do uh, see things like you know work and cook and clean and stuff. I just yeah. don't get the chance to play. Dad, you're so boring, as uh, as, yeah. as my daughter loves to tell me. But, but I think that's just her to be mean, not actually real. But it, but he is he's getting to the point now where he is now getting better. I could hold my own in FIFA before, but now he's getting it, because he plays these you know he plays online leagues and mm-hmm. stuff. And he's getting ridiculously good, which is quite frustrating. But um, but that's okay. That's like that's the wheel of life. We're a circle of life, basically. Yeah. It's Still for the moment he might be able to beat me at fifa but i can i can run a lot longer and a lot faster than he can so uh, yeah my, my my fitness levels are still a little bit higher i'm all over that yeah i'll race you come on son <laughs> let's, let's let's see boss still totally which leans on nicely to we're, we're going to kind of skirt past past new year but um that that does lead on nicely to to dads and, and fitness which i was wanting to talk about but, but you know new year right everyone's so full of the there's 101 challenges on, on, coming up on my Facebook feed about getting fit and stuff. And, and I've last year during lockdown and people are in, in team super dad would have seen the daily sweat and my hit workouts and running. I really was fitter last year than I, than I've, I was already fit, but last year was even fitter than I've ever been. And then to have so much back ache and neck ache and shoulder ache and uh, across this winter period is actually, it's, it's, it's got me down to be, is, to be is that a new thing or is that something old? It's stuff that's coming back from old days. I got, when I played rugby and I was 19, there was one particular day, you know, it's a vivid memory because that's when it all started. I went through to catch a ball and I jumped. So the ball was kicked from wide as like a, a basically to, for, for the winger to run on and score the the try. And as I jumped up to, to, to catch it, uh, their fullback ran, ran through me and I landed and kind of like folded in, in half kind Ouch. of in the wrong way. Okay. Yeah, and that, that doesn't sound nice. No. And the funny thing was the next day, because obviously we went out, got absolutely pissed out of our brains afterwards. This was when I was like 19. Um, when I got out, well, the next morning I got out of bed and fell on the floor. Because <laughs> it, it was like all cramped. I just woke up, stood up, <laughs> fell down. I was like, Dad. <laughs> so, yeah, I can trace it back to that. But but it's kind of not fair when I pay for the osteopath. I, I, I do all this stuff. Um, but it just got me thinking as, as we're planning, I'm working with Pete Brook, who's in the team Superdad community where we're working on the, on the fitness program for team Superdad, which is along the lines of 75 hard and the six pack revolution. But it's, it's, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a easy to do set of fitness activities. That if you're really unfit, you can just do it. And then it becomes like a benchmark for getting to a sensible level of fitness as a dad. So there's press up, sit ups, burpees. Burpees is where you do the press up and then jump up and then go back down. I, yeah, I've, re- I've I've read about them on the internet. Okay, I've heard of them. <laughs> and then five uh, k walk, jog, run, and then a bleep test, which is a bleep test is is basically your anaerobic. It's where you run just like you do shuttle runs over twenty mm-hmm. minutes, 
50 meters basically so we're working on that as the as the framework for the f5 but you know just i think i want to say on the matter that fitness is important for all dads just like a, a sensible level of fitness you just joked about being able to out, outrun your kids still um but it is for our energy levels for our creative thinking for our looks you know like if you'd want to not have a gut hanging over your your your, your boxer shorts <laughs> confidence obviously comes into that it, it is important but you don't have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger or, or an Olympic triathlete too um that you know, we mustn't get too overwhelmed or caught up in these things what about your uh, fitness Glenn is, is it you, know, you just joked about it then but is, is it really that far off your radar oh yeah I mean I, I I have done fitness in in uh in my lifetime uh but the, I mean if you average it out I'm sure I've, I've got an, a degree of fitness across and an activity across all the years see I, when I was in my 20s I'm now 40 just turned 40 last year um uh, when I was in my 20s I used to play uh, a lot of Australian rules football which is uh brutal lots of running hard oh, I loved it I absolutely loved it so I used to play that uh train that twice a week and play at weekends uh doing two matches at the weekends then I used, uh no this was in the UK all oh, right. Where do they play Australia? Was oh, it London? Is it? Oh, yeah. You, you live South London, didn't you? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Well, I, I lived in Walthamstow, um, but we try, there, there's teams all across London. Um, I probably haven't mentioned I used to be um, president of AFL Britain. Uh, so I, I, I was really heavily yeah, into it. Where's your badge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway, I, I love it. Yeah. Open your shirt. President. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've got I've got bodyguards around the house. You know, it's once a president, always a president. Um, but if there, yeah, so Aussies, if there are Aussies watching this, they're just laughing, going, "That is." Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't look like a typical AFL player, do I? <laughs> I'm not. By the way, with all of this, I'm definitely not saying I was good. Yeah, um, okay. I, I represented my country in a training match once. My little brother, who I got into it, he was brilliant. He, he, I sent him off to um, Australia as part of the national team um, to play in the World Cup um or the international cup uh but yeah yeah i used to I absolutely love it so I was, I was training for that twice a week which is tons and tons of running then i was also um i was in a gym so i was going to the gym a couple times a week swimming um you know i was cycling to and from, i used to live in walthamstow working tower hamlets which is you know, about eight ten miles away so i used to cycle there and back every day um so i was hyper fit yeah, I still looked pretty much identical to the way I look now because I was never of the mindset of let's build up muscle mass and let's let's go real full muscle face on things. And yeah, as much as I'd, I'd have loved to, because I think that would look would have looked quite good. Um, that wasn't it wasn't possible because that takes hard work. It takes a lot of work to build up some sort of Greek god sort of chiseled body. And I just didn't. I have never got the time and energy and motivation to do that. And that's kind of over the years when I've had more kids and I've had to drop the actual sport elements and the fitness elements. I look the same, but um, I've got I've had less and less time uh, and no real motivation to do it now. When I turned single, I thought, okay, this is great. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some weights and I'm gonna join a gym and I'm gonna do this. And then you don't, you just you end up be, getting busy doing other things and going out and drinking and partying and so on. And I just never you, get around to how it. How old were you then? Well, when, I, when I became single, 36, so so that was four years ago. Yeah, four years. So it's about to hit you. It's about to catch up on you, especially. No, you, you think I'm going to wake up one day with just some massive beer belly? No, it's going to be just, uh, it's going to be at the front. It's going to be like a kangaroo. It's going to be like a, like <laughs> a, a baby, like, a, like, a, like an old man, with a, but you're a skinny bloke with a baby. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a term skinny obese. You can be skinny obese. Oh, that's and it's just I, I, there at the front. I'm, I'm lucky enough. I hide all my fat in my arteries. So um, 
I, I, it's only going to come up one day when I just drop down dead and they're going to open me up. <laughs> and, and just, it's going to be like um, in the National Lampoon thing when they open the turkey and it's all dry and disgusting. Yeah. And stuff. They're going to open me up just to check it and it's just going to be fat oozing out like some sort of I don't know, horror film from the 70s. Um, but yeah, I've got a natural degree of fitness. Uh, but I just, I never, and I'm not, gonna, I'm definitely not going to use the phrase, I, I haven't got the time. I'm going to say, yeah. I never f- make the time to do it. I've never had the motivation to actually get off my ass and, and, and do more running. So I can, I run a 25, uh, five, 5k is about 25, 26 minutes. So I've got speed, but I've just not got the motivation yeah. to actually focus and dedicate to either, either proper fitness or building up a, a, a full beach body dad bod type thing. So here's the bad news as a 46 and a third 46 and two thirds. I'm 47 in May, basically. So as someone who's got six and nearly seven years on you, it's coming, dude. Oh, it's man. Coming. <laughs> Not looking forward to that. You're going to. You look magnificent, of course. Um, well, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm fitter than I've ever been. But by the same token, this pain thing has got to go. But I, th- I think it's a bit stress related. Well, I think pretty sure it's stress related. So um, I found in, uh, this Christmas and New Year thing. Actually, this leads nicely onto the next subject, which th- there is a serious side to this for dads. Uh, and as awkward as this is to, to bring up, I'm going to bring it up because I, uh, I you know, health Lots of dad stuff goes on health wise and, and we keep it under, under wraps. Right. And my granddad, it's very, very funny anecdote. He kept dinging the car. My granddad's been dead 20 years, right. But he kept dinging the car. He's like in his, in his seventies. And so my dad and him went to the doctors, but you know, is it, was it time he had to stop driving and, uh, and family folklore has it that the doctor said to him, Mr. Jensen, can you see out of your left eye? And he was like, he goes, Oh no, 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 not for about two years now. <laughs> <laughs> So he'd been blind in his left eye for two years. Turned out he had a tumor in his brain, the, oh, you know, the, the size of an orange. Yeah. Um, and he was dead two months later. So, like, we we can't ignore those things. And yet, and yet, here I am about to share something. So, during a bit of Johnny time over over Christmas, I jizzed blood. Yeah, mate, that's uh, I don't want to be like the ones to, to break this to you. That's that's not normal. It, it, no, it freaked me out. It, it freaked me out. And I was not inclined to, 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 uh, to, to, to test and see if it happened again. So I kind of sat with this subject for a while before I even, I mean, I looked at, I did a little Google search on it and it can be, you know, if it's never happened before, it, it can kind of be according to the, you know, the Oracle that is Google and NHS directs and all those sorts of things. It's not that much to, to worry about. So I, I, I would still be bricking it. I, I've got to say once is way too many times. Yeah. So, but, but on my conscious mind, I told myself it's fine, but like in, in the back of my mind, actually I was just insanely worrying about it all, you know, literally all the time. So uh spoke to a friend who's a, who's a sexual health nurse and she kind of reiterated, you know, has it, she goes, <laughs> she goes, I hope you don't mind me asking, but um were you being overly aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'd set, I'd set candles out and I, know. Uh, I got, got, got some baby oil and it was lovely. Exactly. I was like, listen, I'm the only, uh, it's the closest thing to a relationship I've got. So I'm going to be nice <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, so, then I, so then I did eventually share with a couple of mates and both of them pulled a face like you did and like you've not been to the doctors are you kidding me so um so i've now been to the doctors 
and so I had a, a urology, blood, other site like so. So fully, fully getting it checked out. So Get, getting um, or have had it checked out. Uh, both. I'm in the process. Well, okay. I've had, I've had certain tests. I've got to go and have some other ones. Obviously, I'm waiting for the letter appointment to come back from the hospital and stuff. So yeah. Well, f- fingers are more than crossed, but yeah, that you you you've got to get stuff checked out. I mean, it's one of those things where it, it can be embarrassing. But the doctors know that. So for me, I guess it's kind of an out-of-body experience about walking in and saying that this is embarrassing. I know it and I'm embarrassed. However, this is what happened. Uh, And kind of taking that kind of step back from things and thinking, okay, how would I describe this if I was describing it happening to someone else? Um, Because describing it happening to yourself is, yeah, mortifying, even though actually it's nothing to do with you. It's not your fault at all. It just happens. Yeah. Like my mind has just wandered to the Monty Python sketch in uh, in um, in the in the knights one. We're having a fight. That's not a wound. That's a flesh wound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Arm, no arm. Like just a flesh wound. Just a glancing blow. Although, yeah, so. just, just as a, a kind of a, a quick tale of caution, be yeah. when you are going into these things, um, just. My my little brother. Now I've got two, so I'm not going to say which one, even though um, narrowing yeah. this story down to two. Humans. Yeah, even though he will quite happily share this story, and I'm going to be sharing it at his eventual wedding. Um, so uh, he he uh, went to the toilet one day, and uh, after he, he kind of sort of he looked in the toilet, and, and there was blood. That's not yeah. normal. That's not good. That's not healthy. So uh, he after he I'm done. I bit the bullet. Went to the doctors. Um, and uh, he went into the doctor's room. He said, look, doctor, I've been to the toilet, um, and, uh, and there's there's blood, and it's scaring me, and I feel like I want to get it checked out to make sure it's nothing serious. So doctor said, okay, can you uh, lay, on the, lay on the couch, pull your trousers down, bring your knees up, and, of course, as my brother's doing that, the guy's getting his glove on and lubing up and straight up, um, has a rummage around, um, and and says, okay, all right, you can uh, put your trousers on. So I can feel something. Is uh, is a, a bit of a bump. We, but that's fine. That's normal. We'll we'll give you some cream, and that will sort it out. And I, my brother's kind of putting the trousers up. I said, Doc, uh, that's really good and all, but the blood was from my pee. Oh. <laughs> so be specific when you're doing these sort of things. Unless you also fancy a prostate examination. Okay, good. Well, Which I've got a prostate. Good. I've got one of those coming down the line. I'm pretty sure. Of, so, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my message. That's how I hope. I hope that comes across to listeners, watchers. You know, um, uh, bite the bullet. It, it, you know, however awkward it is, uh, ha- have the conversation. It, you know, if it's if it's not with your mates first, you know, share it in the in the team superdad community. Um, it's a safe space, and we've got the dad call every other Monday. That also is a safe space. You can just come and be part of the call. Can can they do it like anonymously? Can they private message you and stuff like that? And just, I mean, not that you're a doctor or anything, but just no, to answer totally my idea Any anyone who wants to put an anonymous comment in the Team Superdad community can just private message me, and and I'll and I'll gladly put that into the group as a as a as, you know secret message, you know, as, a, as an anonymous message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as men, we're just trained. Yeah, you know what? Just man up. Just, just suck it up. It's probably fine. Don't worry about it. Like you say, you, 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 um, you, you lose, lose a leg, and you're told just run it off. You'll be all right. And it's that's not normal. That's not right. You know, how would you feel if your brother or your son or your dad um, revealed that they like, like your granddad? Not two years. Yeah, yeah. Two years. You, you'd, you'd be like, what the? What are you doing? 
come on, man, talk to me about these things and I'll help you. Yeah. Or even don't talk to me, but go and talk to a doctor. You'd be furious at them. So be yeah. furious at yourselves as well. And just take, yeah. hold yourself to the standard by which you hold others. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I went out of the conversation. I went at a COVID test. Oh yeah. Because Is that the first time you've, uh, you've had your eyes watering and been gagging? <laughs> I took my trousers down at the COVID center. <laughs> <laughs> Caused quite a stir. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, the, uh, someone said to me, Oh, actually the, the body aches, back ache, rib ache, chest ache. Um, the, the symptoms that you get or you hear about as the normal symptoms apparently aren't the only symptoms. Right. Okay. So by sharing it, I ended up at the, they're now doing these kind of walk-in ones that the army are doing. And, uh, it was, it was pretty slick actually, but also a little bit surreal. Bit, bit you sort of, the one stuck in your nose and yeah, it's, it's self, the back. Yeah, self-administered. So you, you, um, isn't that what trouble got you into, got you into trouble in the first place? Self-administered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, wrong, wrong, uh, wrong, wrong use of the cubicle. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I thought this was the other test. Oh, COVID. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, can I have a tissue? Um, the, the, it was a bit surreal. It was a, it was a bit sort of, if you if you squinted your eyes and, and imagine yourself sort of in the Second World War or something, we would, you know, there was army and we were lined up and, you know, and, and going in and, um, but yeah, pretty, pretty slick. And then uh, it came back negative within an hour. So, um, so yeah, so I, so I can, I can kiss anyone now to be quite no, honest. That's, that's a, you can't kiss anyone. You can't go around <laughs> licking random people because you haven't had it. You're oh, not. Oh, okay, got it. Right. Okay. Shit. I better. Get I mean, if, you, if, if you do, yeah. then you know at least video it because that's going to get us some some content we can sell on. You've been framed. Well, any any dates recently on that subject on subject of kissing? Any has the dating dad had any, had any dates recently? Not really, because of you know lockdown. Um, yeah. Been kind of chatting to a couple of people uh, and uh, hoping to to set a few things. I did a a, a simul cook thing where you kind of both choose the same meal and cook it at the same time and chatting away as you do it. So that's that's that was fun. Like an actual date, like a live, not a live stream, just you and her. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So just just not live stream to the world, but but one on one. And yeah, did, or, or any other any other. <laughs> I mean, not this time, because you don't want to be cooking something whilst, you know, spatter. Yeah, okay, I'm always, right. always aware of spatter. Make um, a salad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but no, other than that, but that you know, it wasn't really going to go anywhere. And yeah, it's, it's annoying because I'd, I'd kind of geared myself up a little bit to get back into it a little bit. But then with lockdown, you're not going to go out and meet anyone, at least not for the next few weeks. And then pro- let's be realistic. It's not it's not going to end soon. So you're not going to meet anyone face to face for quite some time. So I, I don't need a pen pal. I don't I don't want to be sitting here yeah, after true. after the first couple of weeks when you kind of got to know each other a bit. Then it becomes, uh, OK, well, how was your day? Same. Sat on my computer and typed. How was your day? Same. Sat on my computer. What are you going to talk about? Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, I, I kind of have almost decided that's it. I'm, I'm done until spring summertime, which is, which is not a place I want to be. I went on a walking date the other day. Did you? Well, that kind of worked out, right? Um, how'd you meet? How'd you meet? I, I matched, which is like blooming about as often as Saturn and Uranus coming into the <laughs> view in the stars or Saturn and Jupiter or whatever. Um, but no, we matched and then, and then we chatted and then, and then we had a, a walking date, got a coffee and walked up, up and down the river. So, uh, how'd it go? 
It went pretty well, actually. She's 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 fun. I think that's the the the, and I don't mean that in some sort of like I'm avoiding saying something else. Like it was really enjoyable uh, mm. couple of hours. So for someone who's sort of just really just getting early stages back into the, I would like more people to match with me. Blimey, yeah. the number of times yeah. I swipe right, uh, you'd think uh, <laughs> I would get some more matches, but I don't think my destiny is to find someone on on, on a dating app, but. A, a, don't don't a, write it off though. Don't write it off. I'm not it, writing it off. I keep changing my. Just, I don't know. You, you're trying to work out why you don't get more more things, but no. That, yeah, there's a whole world of of work we can do on that. Just because that that's kind of that that's my specialism. Uh, I'm not saying right. I'm some sort of pickup artist or, or anything, and I've got the answers. But um, I spend so long, so much of my time talking about it and researching about it and 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 helping people to do things that yeah, we, we'll do a, a full on montage worthy makeover of, of profiles and stuff. Right. So what we'll do is we will do a podcast about it, mm-hmm. and then we will do a group type session inside of the team super dad community where we'll do it on zoom and then people can like share their like they can hold up their their Perfect. profile Excellent. and um and we might even be able to get a couple of women on yeah from- yeah I, I i i chat with women all the time who okay. who because at the end of the day, we, we see female profiles. And so we've got really strong opinions on what's good and what's bad. And so I'm always really keen to talk to women about what, what do you think about the men's profile? So, yeah, I've done a lot of work kind of building up that knowledge over the years. Okay. We're definitely doing that. So, uh, <clears throat> dads, if you're watching this, if you're listening, um, comment in the chat and we'll make sure you get a personal invite to to that event. Uh, by the way, someone commented as we were talking about the importance of fitness. And they said it is super important for your sex life, which it really is quite well. It really is. I mean, there's nothing worse than having to take a break halfway through because you know what? You need to catch your breath. I mean, sometimes <laughs> that, that's a good sign. That means, wow. Yes, brilliant, Especially but... if she's on top, then you really are. know you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the other thing we're going to do about dating profiles and so on is, uh, and this is something I, I, that women don't get, they don't, they can't wrap their head around. Um, there was uh, even last night there was some women chatting about uh, why are men's dating profile photos so crap? Haven't they got friends who can take good photos of them and, and don't they know their angles? No, we don't. Men don't go out with their friends and think, I look good. Can you take a photo of me looking yeah. good? We, we don't do that. And they Never. will take the piss out of you for the next four hours. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, which means that all we've got is a load of selfies and what, or pictures of us holding up a fish or some crap like that. Um, that or like really cropped in versions of, of things. So one thing I'm going to be doing in the summer when world returns to normal is a combination pub crawl and photo shoot. Um, where we can, I was, I'm going to do a couple of these because oh, yeah, I'm yeah. not but we can do it with team super day community we can go uh, a bunch of guys we go out this sounds a bit stupid but take a couple of hours no, it's a really good idea yeah, yeah, shirt, yeah. jumper or something like that a coat and something so basically we go to a bunch of different really nice looking pubs maybe i want to do it around london because there's some great places i know in london which just look stunning um, but we can do it wherever we can we can as long as there's a few different locations go there have drinks in different pubs, you in different places, mm. and each the whole point of it. We'll have a little WhatsApp group or something to take loads of fo- individual photos of each other, laughing, joking, drinking, having a good time. Not just yeah. doing the bad things, but standing in front of um, statues or, or posing or doing stuff. The whole point will be to get each person a dozen or two dozen different photos that they can then cycle yeah. between on their apps. And then at the end of the night, 
like an episode of men behaving badly we'll all be on the floor flipping <laughs> drunk out of our brains I mean, the drinking <laughs> element of this is, is a given uh but this this combines the the, the drinking side of the pub crawl we are saying, <laughs> we are saying. men behaving badly if you're if you're not uk based and you want a, a, a funny uh quite blokey comedy to watch very so, 90s very 90s oh man lad culture i'm all for women's rights and equality and all that sort of stuff but lads good we need a bit of balance okay we need, <laughs> we need some, some ladism back in back in the world uh just just before we finish the subject right netflix and chill i i didn't know what that meant until recently <laughs> i thought she likes watching movies and she likes chill and she likes chilling out as like she's quite a chilled out person separate subject a- actually means shagging basically uh, yeah if, if someone says do you want to netflix and chill do not go over there expecting to see the end of the movie that, that that's what that, it's a whole it's a whole vernacular around dating that that you only learn when you start doing it um there is there is that there's um there's ghosting uh breadcrumbing hobbing cushioning there's uh the, the whole world of oh what's was gonna say Oh, there's Cat, catfishing. Catfishing is, is, is another major one there. Um, but then, yeah, there's so many things. The third date rule. No one, I never knew about the third date rule. And then some, you speak to newly single people, like, what's the third date got to do with anything? Um, so, don't wipe your knob on the curtain or something like that. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's, it, uh, by the way, these are not things that I agree with, but these are yeah. common common terms and it, it's the and I, i've got to be careful because of my surroundings with, yeah. with young ears but the third day is when it's expected let's to to you're expected to have a shit or get off the pot right basically okay. in terms of in terms of quality one-to-one time together uh so and so Okay, so right, if if it's so if we're not in bed by the third date, then this isn't happening. Okay, right. Exactly, and that, that's that's uh, and these are the sort of rules that I hate because you know what, it could be one date, it could be ten dates. It's when it's right, it's right. But that that's a common understanding. Is by the third date, you should know one way or another. Yeah. So well, they, all these rules and guidelines and and language, it, it's a world of interest, but you just don't know it until you're in it. Yeah. Well, one of the dads I speak to a lot in the in the Team Super Day community, he always goes in for the kiss straight first first date. You know, mm-hmm. it's just so uh, you know. I'm like, okay, that's good, that's bold, that is that is, that's good, that's bold. But then it'd be good to hear a hear a hear a woman's uh, perspective. I got a question I want to know, right? From from you know, watching a bit of porn. In porn, the bloke always slaps the woman's ass, right? <laughs> I don't actually know if women like that. In that movie, is it Along Came Polly? Yeah. Um, um, when he says, slap her ass and, and tell her to say, say you love me, daddy, or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah. so then then um, Ben Stiller says that to Jennifer Anderson and did she, is, she goes, did you just slap my ass? <laughs> <laughs> so then he goes back to his mate and says you told me to slap her ass and say who's your daddy and uh and he goes yeah did she like it and he goes no she didn't like it yeah yeah i mean uh, this is an, an episode an entire episode i want to go into when when i've got a little bit more freedom to talk but um, okay, my god it. there is just there is no do this and this will work and okay. it's it's so we'll individual as a as a team super dad expert hangout and we'll get some women on as well as well well, listen, let's let's change up before we start to run out of time. It's uh, it's been a crazy, crazy 
I don't, do you watch much American news? I'm obsessed with American news. I, yeah. I stayed up for, for 48 hours watching the, the election night stuff because um, it takes that long to just count some flipping votes. And then I've been glued to it over recent weeks. It's been mad, hasn't it? It's been mad, right? And uh, there, for anyone who's not interested in American politics, don't worry. This There is some personal uh, funny relevance to this as well. So, yeah, I, I interviewed a guy on, on the on the podcast the other day, Scott Crabtree. He's a he's he's all about the science of happiness. Really mm. cool guy. Literally, there is a science of happiness. And I've read a couple of books uh, on this subject as well. Um, the Happiness Advantage. Um, just you know, as as a choice. Like if you say to someone quite miserable and negative that happiness is a choice, they're like, yo, yeah, whatever. You know, like <laughs> I, failing to realize the irony that they can't even be positive about their response. But then talking to Scott and just how he has studied it. So there's the science behind it. So it's a proven scientific, the, 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 the body, the chemicals, the, what happens when we are laughing, when we generate happiness, when we bring a positive outlook to, outlook to our life. But um, I was, he was on the podcast the day that, that uh, that they were storming the the senate and uh, he was, that, was, that was not a happy day that was crazy and he was he was shaken up by it and i've got a lot of family in america so that, that that's some of my interest in american politics and stuff comes comes from that but uh yeah it was fully fully mad guns beards they all have beards so you you would have been okay as long as you've got yeah, a but i feel like my beard isn't long enough i feel, feel like you need a full-on redneck kind of triangular gandalf style beard you do you've got you've got the tattoos you're probably a bit too skinny as well but um that guy with the with the deer with the with the horns oh, and the God, that, um, that. He's got a whole name he's called like the thing is how was he you know, was he hoping he wouldn't get recognized afterwards <laughs> they thought that we'll storm the capital and we'll, we'll force them to change and trump, trump trump's in charge trump will pardon us well, because we're doing what he told us to do yeah I'm going to look him up. Senate guy with horns. Right? <laughs> He's just a Jamiroquai wannabe crazy man. Whereas the ones who were scary were the ones who turned up in full tech gear with cable tires and guns and, oh, and tasers. Um, even the ones who didn't taser themselves in the testicles. Um, I, I just, I, I, it's, it's a, a scary world when you see an attempted coup in one of what is supposed to be the most stable democracies in the world. Yeah. It was fully wild, fully wild. And that's, that's, that's the interesting thing about this. People talk, oh, who gets to toss about America and stuff like that, but um, which will lead me on into a minute to a funny thing I posted on Facebook the other day, but these guys are storming the Senate with assault rifles. And, and, and I'm laughing at his name's Jake and jelly. Actually, he's he's a, a, a known supporter of QAnon. Um, but yeah, how did he possibly hope to like? When I take the outfit off, they'll never recognise. <laughs> well, it's, it's the face paint, sort of the uh, the Batman approach. You know what? They'll, yeah, they, they're fine. Just they're fine. They got it. God. I, was, I, was at my mom, I was at my mum's last week. It wasn't. <laughs> but we're thinking logically about this. Anyone who thinks the way they do, logic is not a word that comes into their lexicon. They they're yeah. just off this, off this, off the rock, rocker and, and off the plantation on this. They they don't know um, what their end goal is because they can't see past the short termism. They can't see past their emotions. They're not using their head brain. They're using their gut brain, and that's just messed up. Yeah. 
have you seen the video where the where the first person was going in through the through the 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 door? They worked their way up the stairs, and then they were breaking in through the barricaded door. And he's the 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 officer's got the gun there, and this person just totally gung ho climbs through and then gets shot. And everyone's like, "Man down, man down!" They're all like shocked that yeah. But I mean, it, it, it's it's funny to kind of look at objectively, but equally it's heartbreaking because after the the whole black lives matter movement, you just know that if that crowd had been as black as it was white, there would have been five rows of tanks on the lawn. There would have been tear yeah. gas flying. There would have been guns and, and rubber bullets and real bullets. There yeah. would have been a massacre. And it's simply because of their skin color that they were able to not just get close to the building, but get into the building to walk, to charge around it and and force elected officials to cower. I mean, the only reason they were able to, to do it was because they'd been trained about this from school. You know, the whole shooter sort of thing and tornado warnings, just get yeah. down, get get quiet, get in the dark room and hide. Um, so they've been trained from childhood. That's not right. How How is this meant to be one of the most civilized countries in the world? And, and they can still have such a disparity between yeah. what color skin – a, a, a terrorist is um, and how they treat one versus the other. It's sickening. Yeah, totally. Well, naively, I would hope that that was more about what type of emergency services, what type of response units would have been put on alert at that time. So when it was a black lives matters, those in charge, let's, presume it was Donald Trump's people say, right, we need to be braced ourselves here for trouble. And so you, you put all those kind of forces out. And then when it's his own supporters, he says, Oh yeah, just put a few guys, you know, there it's, it's, it's going to be okay. Sort of thing. Um, I don't know what would have been, I don't know what would happen if it had been a Democrat, you know, in, in charge then I, I, I would, I would hope so. But then Chicago is, is um, quite a Democrat, sort of leaning um leaning area and it's got the worst gun crime situation in in the u.s so i'd say if if the if it had been a black lives matter they knew the the protest was taking place they knew people were gonna get whipped up there was intelligence to know that they were planning on something major and if it had been a a blm gathering and and thing right down the road from the capital then they would have acted absolutely fundamentally differently. Yeah, there'd have been a hundred dead. Yeah, if not yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, but preparation-wise, they would have had the resources on hand. They would have had the tear gas. They would have had it all ready. Yeah, and all, all barricaded and sorted because they would have known um, that they needed to do something more. Oh, and yeah. but with these guys, they were just like you know, yeah, they're literally waving them in, and it's it's sick. Yeah, and my, my heart goes out to to not just the US, the, the guys involved, not the the terrorists, but the the innocent people in in the capital and and friends and family I've got who live in Washington DC because that's where my company used to be, my old company used to be based. Oh, right, yeah, they're scared to they were scared to walk out the house for days because they they didn't know what terrorists walking around the streets. But my heart goes out to all of those people, but also just the rest of the states because the actions of those idiots, those scumbags, those, those terrorists, I don't know what the opposite of an, a patriot is, but the anti-patriots of, of the US have now tainted so many people's livelihoods and, and the outlook that the world has on, on a, what was meant yeah. to be a great country. Well, if anyone's doing a number, running a number on America in their minds, uh, take a listen to some of Joe Biden's speeches of, over the last 10 days. And uh, as a, as a statesman, as an elder statesman, as someone who's worked across parties, he's 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 doing a great job already. But uh, on the on this subject and slightly more close to home, 
I'm a member of, a, of loads of different dad groups. So one of them is called Only Dads and it's mainly US based. So last week there was a guy posted a picture of his son with his like pistola with his gun. Yeah. And say, yeah. Nerf gun. No, no, no. A gun, proper gun, a gun, pistol, actual gun. Yeah. The kid's 12. Right. So he's saying, Oh, proud day. Got Billy, his first gun. We've been out shooting and you know, so people are commenting. So I put on there, uh, wow, that's pretty surreal, uh, to see coming from a country where we don't, you know, have guns and there's, you know, there's no gun movement. And, um, so, and I saw, so it wasn't like a, you nutter, how dare you kind of thing. I was just sharing that it was, it was surreal to see it. So, oh my gosh, I got what laid into, <laughs> and it was hilarious. They were going, they were like, we, that's, that's why we pushed you lot out. Like talking about the, like Boston hey, that, tea that party. was Boston 250 tea years ago. I know. Like, I know, get over it. And, um, and um, the guy was going, oh yeah, like, like you guys have got it sorted. He, he made it, he goes, um, what do your police do? Yeah. Stop. Or I'll say stop again. <laughs> uh, well, well no, yeah. We do, but uh, they, you know, we do manage to catch just as many, if not more, criminals in them. And when we catch them, they're still breathing. Yeah, yeah. So they were, they were people making jokes. They were talking about tea and crumpets. He's going, oh, what are you going to do? Throw a toaster at them? Or, you know, oh, that, that, that's quite funny. But <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. But, but equally, there are so many. It's just one of those things where it's, it, we can't <clears throat> understand the levels of crazy. And I, I'm, I'm happy, I, you know, attack all you want. I think a country where it, it's commonplace for any individual to walk around with a gun, a, a gun that can kill people, that's mad. That's 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 mad. It's yeah. not right. It's not good. We should have evolved past that. And so I think it's weird and it's wrong. And I think it, I personally hate. I can't. If someone, if I turned uh, around and someone said, "Oh yeah, we we gave your kids gun lessons the other day without my knowledge," I would be furious because I don't want my kids exposed to a world where they've got the power of life and death over people. Especially not when I'm trying to make them get up in the morning and do their homework of an evening. I don't want them killing me. It was bonkers. It did make me think a little bit about gun crime and no, sorry, uh, knife crime and, and, and that sort of stuff. But, uh, but more, more, more hilariously, because I've got a lot of family in America and spent a lot of time there as a teen. So I, I faced at certain times during my teenage years, particularly when we got to the age where I could get into bars and stuff of, of getting kind of semi racially abused for being English, British. And these were either Irish Americans who were on a kind of Northern Ireland angle or, or real, you know, I, I would now understand as right wing people, but just immensely American proud. And they'd be like, yeah, we kicked you lot out. We kicked you out a hundred years ago. And I'm, like, I'm just on holiday. Mean? I'm just yeah. on holiday visiting my family. <laughs> We're having a beer. What are you talking about? Yeah, that wasn't even your granddad. That was your great, 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 yeah. great granddad. I mean, you're living off of his glory. Come on, do something I yourself. I know. It's just, it just it is. But you know, there we go. I, I, I think we're we're heading into a better time, which is which is um, can only be a good thing for the world. And uh, just you know, just finally, as we, as we wrap this up, you were talking then about what what we do with our kids and not teaching them to to shoot guns. Uh, this lockdown, I, I saw you mention some funny things about homeschooling and stuff this week, and and we're all been in the in the same boat. Quality time, like where. Okay, so we're not going to teach our kids to shoot guns. So that's one thing we can't put on our list. What you got? You've got said, I, 
I do. I do. I have spent some time running around with Nerf guns recently. Yeah, That's been exactly. quite fun. Yeah. So you got seven to sixteen. Yeah. 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 Seven year old boy, ten year old girl, fourteen year old boy, and a sixteen year old girl. And and the amount of time they want to spend with me varies depending on how busy I am. So, right, you know, when I'm not busy over a weekend, uh, then I'll be sitting there playing the computer game. So right now, let's have a quick look over. I've got uh, one on an iPad playing, iPad playing Minecraft, another one on a PlayStation playing the same Minecraft, but on a different screen. Yeah. Uh, I've got one playing Terra Tech on a computer over in the corner and one up in a room watching TV, watching some Korean sitcom. Um, so they're off doing their own thing because I've got my time. I've got quality time that i can spend with them so obviously yeah. they want to spend it by themselves now when i'm working however that's when they want the quality time that's when yeah, they want yeah. to play that's when they want to show me their their slime planets and uh, and lessen the outcomes and so on and uh yeah it's it's inversely proportional to the amount of time i've got available yeah totally well last sunday rosie woke up uh well obviously everyone woke up but we were we were up there'd been a heavy frost so it's kind of a quite a pretty winter scene and I, I know for both my kids, the, the desire now is ever increasing to want to have some one-on-one time. And they're both kind of an, of an age now where I can go outside and play with Jago and Rosie can stay indoors, or I can go and do something like go to the shops with Rose and leave Jago here for half an hour. So we popped to the park, had a walk, took a hot chocolate and a coffee, fed the ducks. And it was just, it was, it was about 45 minutes, but it was gold really rosie was mm. utterly made up and as a dad you know, she's nine now but she's holding my hand the whole way we played poo sticks we were watching the different ducks getting stuck on the ice and you know it's just it was it would have been on the one hand lovely if all three of us had been there but on the other hand it was absolutely magic that it was just yeah. me and her um, time is so precious and so I, I still remember one of my favorite times ever spent with my dad um he literally because i'm one of i'm one of one of six but uh, on with when i was visiting him every three or four weeks uh, for a couple of days for a weekend um it was only four of us but one of my favorite times ever he just said yeah, i'm just going to go pick up some dry cleaning do you want to come with me so it was just me and him picking up dry cleaning and then we stopped off for a cheeky mcdonald's breakfast that's about the only one-on-one time and I spent with my dad as a child until I, until I went to football with him as an adult, that was it. Yeah. And, and that, that that's treasure, you know, that, that one-on-one moment, it matters so much. So I try and do it with the kids, but being a single dad and there's four of them, it, it becomes quite, <laughs> quite difficult yeah. to do. Yeah. Whenever you can spend one-on-one time, it makes such a massive difference. Yeah, totally. And it's not all about money. Jago and I, all he wants to do is play football with me, Yeah, you know, and, 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 the other week we had a, a daddy day with just him and Rose went with her mum for mummy day and, uh, and hi, him and I went to the park, played football for three hours. And I think if it hadn't suddenly started pissing it down, we'd have probably played, played until it got dark basically. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the message for, for dads, both in a relationship and out of a relationship. It, it's, it's really, really vital to just grab your kid. And like you shared pop, I don't want to go to the DIY store. I, okay. Yeah. But, we'll chat in the car on the way there and let's go for a, for a, a McDonald's breakfast on the way back. So you can turn it into some quality time with that person. And more often than not, when you're in B and Q and you're walking around looking at hammers and drain pipes and whatever, yeah. <laughs> then you find things to laugh about and joke about and it, and it can become a magic moment. So we're, yeah, we're, on, we're on the same page about that. Yeah. You, you never know what your kids are going to remember. You never know what moments mean more to them or what's going through their heads at any one yeah. time. So yeah, carve it out. It's, it's just 
if you if you're with someone, just say, look, can I just? I'm going to take this one kid and do this one thing. When when I when I did have my ex, um, we were together. Um, I when my kids, I think it's about ten or something like that. I take them away for a weekend uh, camping. Um, well, firstly, I used to take them off to to watch football with me every now and then, so that was always nice. Uh, but I take them away for a for a whole weekend, and we used to drive to Wales or um, oh God knows uh, Snowdon or something like that, and just with a little tent, just me and them in a car, drive there pitch a tent, go walking up and down a hill for a day or so, and then drive back. It it cost petrol money, and that was it. So money wasn't the issue, but it was about just me and them being together. And those are the sort of things which are going to stick in their minds as they grow up and and reinforce that you're there, you'll you'll want to you'll actively want to spend time with them rather than just having to spend time around them. And that makes a big difference. Yeah. It's that consciousness for them that you're focused on them. They're very aware that whatever we're doing, this is my, my dad's totally focused on me. I think that's yeah. what the difference is. That's where they feel the connection. That's where the special memory comes from is I did that thing and he was all about me. He was totally focused on me for that time. So yeah, yeah. carve it out, fellas, carve it out. Yeah. Make sure it happens. Awesome. Good chatting, Glenn. Good, good chatting. And we've managed Always. to not, we only leaned a little bit into uh, to football there. Uh, for any regular listeners, you'll know that both Glenn and I are Tottenham fans. And uh, before, before we yeah, put the radio, I'll go now. I'll go now. I know, I'll go. Before we press record, we both agreed we're we're taking a sabbatical. So um, so uh, good good luck to us. I'll tell you what, I'm just great. I'm just grateful that they're managing to keep sport in general at some level on the TV because I, I think it's 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 providing oh, that, that, a lot for people. Yeah, that, that is a big difference between this lockdown and the first one. Because now, you know, when I'm when I'm working, I've got I've got cricket. You've got test cricket, which I can just yeah. sit back and have on um, and enjoy that. And uh, Formula One's been on. Obviously, it's finished now. But football, there's yeah. regular loads of football going on. And sport just gives you that that touch of normality that I that I love, and it gives you something different to talk about. And so um, there is in the first one no change because you know what no football, no sport, no nothing. So what do we do? Whereas now at least it shows the world is continuing to evolve and, and things are happening. Even if, yeah. even if Spurs are continuing to evolve backwards. Spursy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Glenn, great to talk to you. Uh, at a dating dad on Twitter, uh, go over and connect or at least follow uh, Glenn's random uh, journey through life and breakfast uh, plates. Um, you have a lot of women following you, actually. A lot of most of your chit chat is is seemingly women are connecting to you. So I, perhaps I need to focus a bit more on my Twitter time. Well, just I, I, I just I just stick stuff out there that amuses me. Maybe I've uh, just got that weird sense of humour that, that that women seem to uh, <laughs> gravitate to. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll have a joint wedding one day. How about that? Or have a joint piss up for starters. Joint. Yeah, let, let's start, let's start with that. A joint. Let's have a joint. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that glenn have a great weekend team super dad if you're watching listening uh please share this leave a comment uh subscribe uh we are over at teamsuperdad.com you can come and connect with us just on the free level or you can sign up and join any of the paid activity that's going on 2021 it really is uh blow the bloody doors off uh on purpose let's uh, let's have a great year glenn i'll see you on the next wrap up take it easy buddy sounds good team super dad out bye This has been Team Super Dad. 
Find us at TeamSuperDad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.